Hello, welcome to the Modern Muscle Head Podcast. This is Scott Tuzuna of MetabolicMasterpiece.com, along with Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. <coughs> Today we are talking about going from lean to ripped. There's a definite difference between going from looking a little soft to lean uh, and getting in good shape, kind of beach body shape, and going from that beach body shape to photo shoot ready physique, maybe even contest. Uh, contest physique is, is a whole new beast, but not all that far off from, from a photo shoot physique. But uh, today we're going to kind of talk about little nuances that, that have to mm -hmm. take place in order for you to go from lean to ripped. A lot of people aren't really prepared for it. And <laughs> a lot of people kind of yeah. scour the internet. And uh, you can really see two different camps out there. And, and having yeah. competed myself, I see backstage the people who look like absolute death. Because in order to go from lean to ripped, all they're eating is tilapia and broccoli. Uh, they're doing hours and hours of cardio a day, trying to get their weight training in as well. Um, and it's just really fucking them up. And they look like shit. And then you got the other happy-go-lucky camp who says, oh, you should never feel deprived. And, and, oh, and you should enjoy all your favorite foods and lose yeah, weight at the same time. So it's, it, there's two extremes. And I just shake my head at, at both of them. I even wonder if that happy-go-lucky crowd... I wonder if the happy-go-lucky crowd has ever been really lean and seen what it, what it takes to get to that level. Yeah. And then the other crowd, who is too extreme, might just be all they know. It's, it's, it's all they hear about. It's the suffering that goes on in order to step on stage and compete. And it's almost like a badge of honor they wear sometimes that... Oh, I'm getting ready to compete. I, I've got it's grueling and make it sound like I'm doing what no one else can do. But you don't have yeah. to take it to that extreme either. What are your initial thoughts on uh, going from lean to ripped? Well, I think you summed it up perfectly. It's just it's a completely different animal. I mean, you know, from the outside looking in, it's it's very it's just a continuation of you know getting ripped is just a continuation of getting lean. Like when you look at it from the outside, but. Once you're actually in the mix, man, there is so much more going on. Like, that's why I kind of take, I don't know, roll my eyes at a lot of internet advice because you, you get all this, like, really happy, positive stuff, like what you mentioned. Like, oh, you can have all your favorite foods and everything in moderation and, and you know, oh, you can have a, you know, a cheat day once and all this stuff. And you can totally do that and get lean. Absolutely. Especially if you've got no underlying metabolic issues and, like, you can totally do that and get lean. But... To do that and get ripped? Man, I don't think so. Like some people, maybe, but they are they probably grew up with nicknames like Flex, you know. So <laughs> that's you know, right. Like for the average, especially the first time, like the first time getting ripped, like frick, that's the hardest. And you'll you're you're going to have to do things that just aren't well, frankly, they're not sustainable from a lifestyle perspective. They're not dangerous or unhealthy, they're just not sustainable. Like yeah. you're just you're going to be depriving yourself. You're going to be feeling hungry more. You're going to learn. Ideally, you're going to learn to like seek out that feeling of hunger. And you're like, oh, okay, now I'm like, uh, no, now stuff's kind of happening. And you know, like, but again, this is all to go from lean to ripped. You don't really have to do all that just to get lean. You can have a, you can have, you can have your cake literally and eat it too, and and get pretty lean. But yeah, it's a whole, yeah. it's a whole new experience. And the, the, yeah. the first go around, you just don't know what to expect. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's a shock. Yeah. It's a shock. And the leaner you get, 
you may hear people talk about it, but you just you don't know until yeah. you actually experience your body kind of fighting against you. Yeah. It doesn't want to get that lean, um, and it certainly doesn't want to sustain that level. Yeah. And we're talking shreds, like we're talking crazy. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't want to sustain yeah. that. You can sustain a great looking lean totally. beach body. You could have totally. six pack abs, no problem. But to get crazy ripped six pack abs with veins and all that stuff going, that's it's chances are it's not going to be sustainable for the long term, and your your body's just not going to want you to hold on to it. And it it does it does fucking crazy things to your mind. Oh I hear God. it from many other competitors. Kind of experienced a, a little bit of it myself. Uh, it just it, it sends you signals that you Dude. just it's 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 doing everything it can to get you to eat more and, and get yeah. some body fat on me here. Oh, dude! I, I, you know, I think I alluded to it in our last podcast. I went through the that exact thing, like just just a week or two ago. Just going about my diet. Now my diet's kind of getting towards eh, the end is in sight. I'm not like near the end, but it's, I can see it. And then you know everything's going tickety boo, and then all of a sudden I get a bunch of work stress and personal stress and yada yada, and then all those survival cues kind of come up, like eat more, you know, just relax more, you know. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And then I was cognizant of it at the time too. And I was just like, wow, the body is fucking clever. You know, it just really wants to protect you. And it just really wants to like, you know, calm you down and keep you healthy. So, um, you know, I don't wish, you know, I don't wish people to discover it that way, but it's just when you're, you know, when you're going through this diet and it's starting to get really, really hard, your body just stops playing ball, man. It's just like, Mm -hmm. and you have to, you know, you, know, you got to listen to it and you also have to ignore it and you have to like, you know, fight through some shit and, and just, you know, that's actually where, you know, coaching, you know, and plug, you know, like yeah, <laughs> coaching, yeah, yeah. coaching is really helpful, but it's, you know, even then I, it's uh, it's a very difficult process. I just wish more people would understand that it's just not doing what got you lean, you know, much, much longer. I mean, it's part of it, but it's just, it's a whole different animal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, We've talked about intuitive eating and, and auto-regulation with their training. That comes with experience. So if you've been yeah. at it for a while and you've gone yeah. through several cuts, you, you start to know what to expect. If you've never been through it before, it certainly helps, first of all, to have that heightened sense of awareness, taking notes, like have a journal of the whole process so you understand yeah. what the heck's going on and what to expect the next time. But yeah, definitely a coach um, can definitely help you kind of um, yeah. filter through those those signal signals there because yeah. being intuitive and saying oh my body's really freaking hungry like normally when i'm going from somewhat soft to lean that's a signal that yeah i i probably could use a refeed right now but yeah lean to rip when i get that signal sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean i need a refeed it yeah. it's basically telling me if i eat like crazy all the freaking time so you get some fat and i you don't want to be here right now so when I know my end goal is to get crazy shred, I got to kind of fight those intuitive feelings. And but I listen to them. Like I, I am aware of those yeah. feelings, those those emotions that are going on. And I just I know I'm expecting it, and I know how to to handle it now that I've been been through it before. And it it, uh, yeah. it certainly helps. I mean, you and I both right now we're lean. <laughs> I'd say we're really lean. Uh, on the verge of ripped and shredded, um, looking really good. Getting <laughs> getting, getting photo shoot ripped. Yeah. Um, so we're in this zone right now, and um, I've noticed it myself. I've actually been talking about it throughout the week, how uh, like I've really got to step up my game right now and dial things in because what I've been doing to get myself lean to look the way I am right now 
isn't working anymore. Like you and I, yep. we, we're, we pride ourselves on enjoying our, we, we have a great social life. We're not afraid to go out boozing with the guys and have treats here and there. We'll make up for it. And it's easy to kind of make up yeah. for it when you're just trying to get lean. But right now I'm realizing that when my goal is to get ripped, I, I find that if I keep up that kind of flexible dieting, yeah. um, I'm just, I'm basically just keeping a level playing field. I'm just staying yeah. right where I'm at. So in order to kind of take it to that next level, I've got to be more meticulous with my tracking. I've really got to, I've got to be fully aware of, of my numbers and stay right where I'm at. Because I've been kind of all over the place. Well, that's all going to work out at the end of the week. I'm like, no, I've got to be as steady as can be. I'm really trying to keep my caloric target the same most days of the week, like six days for sure. One slight little refeed and my refeeds got to be fully controlled. Like I, I find I can't allow myself to get any higher than maintenance. And I really try to yeah. keep it a hundred calories below maintenance. So I'm always kind of in a deficit, but a slight deficit on my, on my refeed day. At least my body's feeling I'm getting more fuel and it's enough calories, yeah. enough food volume where I can continue on uh, throughout the journey. So just a lot more meticulous with my tracking where like going from soft to, to really lean, um, I could be compliant like 85% of the time and 15, 15% yeah. of the time I can have some booze, I can eat some yeah. junk food, be flexible and I'll get lean that way. Uh, I find the closer I'm getting to crazy freaking ripped and shredded, I've got to be right around that 95% um, yeah. compliance I which really in the big picture some people may look at it and go well geez that's not very flexible at all but no if, if no. you're consuming 2,000 calories a day you're looking at 500 calories a day I mean 500 um, 50 calories a day that right or no 100 calories 100 calories a day that you could um, consume a treat and so if you if you save if you don't need a treat every single day you could save those 100 calories a day for a nice treat meal on your refeed day. You could have 700 calorie treat on your seventh day and still stay within a, a deficit. So it's really not all that challenging. It's still, it still feels yeah. flexible to me. If yeah. I want to have a small snack, I mean, 100 calories, looking at close to two cookies, depending on yeah. the type of cookie. And it might be if you need a treat every single day, you could have a small treat every single day. So a little handful of different crackers or something. There's there's snacks out there that you can enjoy that are 100 calories if you need something every day, or you can bank those 5% yeah. calories for the end of the week. So I find it's not all that hard, um, but I definitely find I need to be in that place when I'm dying, when I'm getting ripped, especially when you get that mind fuck going on there and, and your body yeah. is fighting against you. If you allow yourself treats, if you're thinking you're flexible dieting and stuff and you have something, it can really yeah. trigger those emotions and get you really, really, really fuck with your head. So I try to keep it to 95%. Yeah, I really, um, I, I, I try to coach two things to people like, like number one is just, yeah, like it's, I teach them that there's never an all or nothing. And I call it, uh, I call it off bucket syndrome. And that's when you, you're, you're going about your diet and then you have one slip up, whatever, you eat a handful of cash. I don't know. And then you're like, oh, fuck it. I've blown my calories for the day. I might as well just write this day off and just, you know, eat my lungs out. And just if you kind of realize that, like what you were saying, that, you know, everything works like on a seven-day aggregate, really, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, you would have probably just stopped at that handful of cashews and just went, oh, okay, well, maybe tomorrow, you know, I'll cut my fats back a bit, you know, and then it all would have come out in the wash. So you, I try to teach people that they have this, 
overarching control here and that they never have to go, you know, you know, you're, you sneak something and you're like, oh my God, I've just completely destroyed my diet. I might as well just refeed the next seven days, you know? Right. You know, if you just kind of, you know, you have a little slip up, okay, you stop, you regain control and it all comes out. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe tomorrow you eat 10% less or even the next day you eat 10%, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, so I try to teach that. But also, you different personality types, especially when, again, when like these survival cues start to you know turn up, which doesn't really happen when you're getting lean, but sure as shit happens when you're trying to get ripped. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you have, for some people, and I'll put myself in this in this camp, if you have a little bit of something, it might as well be like I don't know, like a, a little snort of cocaine. You might as well. Like, it's just you're you're starting on the whole path, man. Yeah. It just you know it can trigger overeating and. You just got to know yourself and that there's just, there's just no shame in saying like, fuck, if I start eating that, man, I'm going to like, I'm going to destroy the whole, if it's a pie or whatever, I can do, if I have one slice, I can eat the whole damn pie. I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait till I'm, yeah, I'm going to wait until I'm done this freaking diet, you know? And I think, you know, some people would say, oh, that's unhealthy. You're creating an unhealthy relationship with food. I'm saying, well, fuck you, man. I'm being practical. I'm being pragmatic. <laughs> Right. You know, like, why do I got to make everything a fucking test of my willpower? You know, right, right. I'm married. Like, I'm fucking married. That's enough of a test. You know, like, like, come on, man. Like, I got to turn my diet into a test. Like, come on. I mean, it's just, it's just like, I just think it's silly. It's, 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 you know, it's certain people, it's just more pragmatic just to not have that, especially when we're not talking when someone's like, eh, you know, we're talking like you're getting close to the nitty gritty here. Right. You know, and it's just, it's much better to kind of know yourself. Yeah. So when yeah. you're close to your goal, if you think, one slice you, is going to yeah. cause you to binge. Well, fuck, you just delayed your your yeah. goal date a little bit further. So why not avoid it right now? And sh- Totally. Yeah, to- in, in, in three weeks, you can have that pie rather than, and achieve your goal rather than putting it off and suffering for another two weeks after that to yeah. kind of make up for the binge. Yeah, so all big picture perspective yeah. for sure. There's just nothing wrong with saying, you know what, man? If I if I start to have a little bit of that, I will destroy, you know, yeah. I'll eat 10,000 calories. And man, I'm just going to like, I'm going to satisfy my sweet tooth with, I don't know, something like, you know, maybe some frozen berries or something, you know, or, or whatever. Something a little bit more, you know, less, you know, binge inducing, mm-hmm. you know. My way of saying, I can't have peanut butter in my freaking house, man. Right. If I, if I, at this stage, it's out of the house. And my wife keeps bringing it home. And it's just like, we have this, anyway, that's. Hide, yeah. hide that shit. <laughs> hide that yeah. shit, man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much, I'd say that that kind of sums up the nutrition there. And I'd say we touched a little bit on um, cardio earlier. Yeah. And it's, um, I mean, this is going from lean to ripped. It's a stress on your body. Like we're talking yeah. about it, it's your body is fighting it. And, and I think when you're getting to this point, you got to do everything you possibly can to manage recovery and stress. And yeah. I think yeah. it's at a point where a lot of people, really fucking crank up the cardio like crazy and i think that can really fight yeah. against you i think you need to kind of find your sweet spot if you if you're finding daily cardio is working just i think that's where the low intensity stuff really really comes in handy for myself totally. i love the walking if you're going to include hit keep it short yeah. and very infrequent uh if you can get it in like once a once a week maybe twice a week at the most oh no, no. um but like Low intensity or moderate intensity is good, and I, I try to do as little uh, as possible. If it's low intensity, you can do it freaking yeah. daily, and I find for myself, it's a great stress relief. Walking my dog, it's a stress relief. 
uh, very in tune with myself. It puts me in, in a good, happy place. So yep. I enjoy doing that. It burns some calories, keeps me active, keeps me moving. I'd rather just be on my feet more fidgeting around and, yeah. and staying busy that way rather than forcing myself to do cardio, getting on the stair climber, doing all that kind of stuff that I'm kind of yeah. dreading and feeling, ah, oh, I got to go yeah. on the stair climber and I've got to burn yeah. off this fat. To me, that stresses me out and can kind of fight you in this process and and the yeah. last thing the most important thing for managing recovery would be sleep and i know a lot i hear from a lot of guys when they're getting really lean it mm-hmm. kind of interferes with their sleep so you really got to do everything in your power to kind of manage that whether it's through some supplementation um to have some sleep aids um really like getting away from the computer and any kind of stimulation the tv Turn that yeah. shit off well before you go to bed and really just kind of get into uh, to a practice that will, will help you sleep better at night because it will definitely, yeah. it'll help you through this process. It'll have a bigger impact on your results, I think, than trying to wake up early in the fucking morning before, yeah. the, before the roosters crow to get your cardio in. I think you gotta got to yeah. be really smart with your sleep recovery uh, with all your training. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan in, in just, yeah, low intensity walking. I mean, I try to do a little bit of hit, not hit. I don't, I rarely do hit. The hit is great like in the off season. Right. Right. When you're not just, you're kind of, when you're, when your programming is built around such a goal, like, and you know, I think that's the problem is that people don't really understand programming and they try to do everything at once and they think, oh, you know, I'll throw a little bit of this in here and throw a little bit of that. And they're just, they're, they're overtaxing the body and they're, they're confusing their goals and it's just, it's as I always say, you want all your kind of sales pointed in one direction. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like like I, like I love it at this stage of a diet, and thank God it finally warmed up. You know, I go for long walks in the morning, and it's yeah, it's yeah. sunny, it's yada yada. It doesn't feel draining. Yep. And you know, it's almost almost restorative. I enjoy it. I look I look forward to it. Um, but you know, I wouldn't do it all year. You know, or if I would, I wouldn't like plan it all year like this, like every day. Like you want to use these things as needed like there are tools in the toolbox and right. yeah and hit is just not one of those tools i would use right now i mean some people do it but i think you're just you're just begging yourself to to run yourself into the ground 100 like, percent. it's demanding it's tough to recover yeah. from your workouts when you're yeah. including yeah. hit in there it's i don't if, care how effective hit is when you're getting yeah. going from lean to ripped it can it can definitely run you into the well, ground you gotta be smart for sure well, it's the same thing as training super heavy when you're this depleted. Yeah. You're just gonna have you're just gonna have a shitty hit session. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. just you're, your legs are gonna feel like a million pounds. Your times are gonna be terrible, and you're gonna be like, okay, well that was fun, you know. And then you add all the other stuff like you're wearing down, you know, you, you know, you're breaking down muscle tissue, and, and you're often it triggers a lot of hunger in people, like enormous hunger, much more so than steady state. So I mean, it's just for me, it's just. You know, it's, that's, that would be like one. I'd never play that card, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. You know, with someone. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, like as a teenager in the gym, every bodybuilder I saw um, getting ready for contest prep, especially in the wintertime, was on a treadmill, walking on a slight incline, not killing themselves, but working it. And they, yeah. it kind of almost looks silly, and people are like, what are they doing yeah. walking on a treadmill or whatever. Walking. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. what they did, and now I freaking realize it's. It's really the best thing for you when you're in that state. What do you know? Yeah. Freaking bros, bodybuilders know how to get ripped? What the, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Hey, bro science. Holy crap. Yeah. People 
went offline a little bit more and actually, you know, looked at what these people who've been getting ripped for fucking century have been doing. Like, there's a lot of clues there that you can follow. 100%. I mean, you know, whatever. What do I know? Uh, <laughs> just, just what our fellow bros know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So I think that's pretty solid. Uh, yeah. Just, it, yeah. Is, it is different. So just know, understand yeah. that, that getting lean, it's work. It's effort. Takes focus. Um, going from lean to ripped does. It's it's a it's a different beast. It, it, and if you haven't experienced it before, definitely yeah. having having a coach to guide you along the way to help you listen to those cues um, and decipher it all and and just have yeah. have a plan in place, a structured plan to even take the stress away from you. Having a yeah. plan, having a plan written out for you, nutrition guidance, just that little bit of support can really put you at ease and make this process a hell of a lot smarter. Um, yeah. I'm going to fight Brian and I, both coaching clients. Don't go to him. What the hell? No, no, he's don't. don't he's, he's a ripped freaking beast. <laughs> I don't know what he could possibly know about getting ripped. <laughs> but yeah, definitely hire a coach if it's your first time around. Uh, and just understand that, I mean, I'm still learning. Each photo shoot I do, each bodybuilding contest I do, I learn something new each time. There's all... All, it's a it's a different experience, but uh, yeah, you always pull something away from it, and can always use the experience from the past experience to help guide yeah. you along the way. Yeah, every successive time it gets easier, and I just I think it's honestly just because you just you know you've been there before, and you start to recognize these horribly stressful cues and this this discomfort you're putting yourself through, and it it should be a little bit uncomfortable after 100%. a while. <laughs> You know, I hate to break it to people, but right. you start, you know, you start to, you start to get cool with that. And then every time you do this, and yes, yeah, certainly there's a physiological. I think you, the more lean you get, it just, you're, I think the body almost remembers being that lean. It just gets easier each time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think a big part of it too is just mentally, you, you get, you get accustomed to these feelings of deprivation and just like. At some point, I'm going to release some of the emails that I get from people who are going about this process because it's always, oh, my clothes don't fit right. Oh, I'm tired all the time. Like, oh, I'm getting weak. And I'm like, this is good. Like, this is good. We're making work. This means things are happening. Right. It's, it's just like it's a lot of – it's it's a process, man. And you have to learn how to deal with these kind of stressors and keep focused on the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely – I mean with, with fewer calories you're consuming in a deficit – you are going to be a little hungry at night. Sometimes you're going to be really hungry, really hungry at night, especially when you get close to the end. You're going to be hungry. It's yeah. it's the way it is. And and like we've said, some of it is your body fighting against you, and some of it is because you're in a freaking deficit. Deficit, <laughs> I mean, you should be deprived. That's that's deprivation. You're not giving your body enough calories to sustain it. Yeah. Um, you're giving only fueling it with enough where it's going to be burning some of your physique up. Um, it's the whole yeah. point. So if someone says you should never feel deprived during a cut, especially going from lean to rip, that's nonsense because it is deprivation uh, oh, in itself. So it is a challenge, but you learn to embrace that challenge. And some people yeah. look at that hunger as that feeling of hunger is fat melting from my body or whatever. You kind of play, yeah. you got you to yeah. do mental yeah. fucking tricks with yourself to kind of get yourself through that feeling. But you do, you get to the point where like, this is good, this is good. But some people kind of thrive yeah. off that feeling too. You gotta be careful to. That's an awesome point, man. That like a lot of the stuff that people make fun of, you know, like the, eh, you can never feel deprived. And like, and like a lot of these little things that, 
you know, I'll say we, that we do, like, turning it into a game and, like, you know, you know, even I, you know, posting pictures on your, on your refrigerator of your, you know, so, that, so when you go to eat, you, you, you see this here or, or, or your contest date or, or whatever, all these little very childish, admittedly, mm-hmm. very, very superficial childish mind games. This is when they're valuable because you're like at your, you are starving yourself. Like there is, you're at your base, your body is like, fuck this. I mean, it will do anything to get you to eat. So you have to, honestly, you have to like get over yourself. You're not that smart. You're not that evolved. You have to kind of go with these kind of, I'll, I'll call them childish things to keep yourself on task, whether it's locking all your food away or, you know, having your spouse hide food. Like, like you have, if you have to do these things, then do them. Like just own it, you know, own that. Okay. This is where I'm kind of weak, you know, and just, you know, stop trying to make it like, Oh, I'm above this. You're not above hunger, man. <laughs> so true. So yeah. true. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's a wrap. Hope you guys uh, gained some uh, insights from this conversation here. We'd love to hear your feedback. Drop us some comments down below. Let us know the struggles that you faced. Any successful, if you have a little game like we were talking about here that's helped you get over those mental hurdles, share it with us below. Um, Share your experiences with us. That's what this is all about. Once again, thanks for watching. Modern Musclehead Podcast here. Visit briancron.com. MetabolicMasterpiece.com. Catch you for the next episode. Kaboom!